Let's do this. Let's let's power through. It is 10 p.m. <laughs> we can do this in 40 minutes or less. Is it kind of like one of those? Yeah. Are we ordering a pizza? Maybe. Oh, I might have yeah, to fart again. <laughs> do it on mic. If you're gonna debase yourself, we might as well make some money. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's brewing. It's brewing. It'll come at like a bad time. <laughs> you know that thing about the people that had the bomb strapped to them? The 30 minutes or less people? Yeah. Yeah. Is that me, but with my asshole? I don't know. Yeah, maybe, because we have 30 minutes or less to do this before you rip ass. So. Yeah. <laughs> so the clock is, is ticking. The clock is ticking. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chicks, dicks, and everything in between. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sapita. And you're listening to Two Salty Broads. So get ready for our salty surprise. Listen, Lindsay, I'm going to be honest here. I am struggling. It is 10 p.m. on a Friday. It's this you is gonna bitch. be yeah. <laughs> Why are you struggling? <laughs> no, it's just it's been a long week. I just got back from Arizona on we got back on Monday, so I had to do, play a lot of catch-up uh, on Tuesday through Friday for work. Oh, you had to go on vacation I, I and know. play catch-up. <laughs> yeah, we drove all the way out there, too. Oh, I had to drive five hours to vacation. Boo-hoo. Okay. <laughs> you get no sympathy <laughs> from me, all right? The last vacation I went on was with my family. And that's oh, not a vacation. Yeah. That's extra work okay and i had to take work with me i love my family but like you know it's not a vacation my ties on a beach no a vacation (laughs) to me is my ties on a beach by myself with you know javier the pool boy in a banana hammock walking by every five minutes asking me if i'd like another margarita and the answer is always yes javier i would like another margarita that's a vacation to me (laughs) So is that what you did on your vacation no. in Arizona? No. Actually, that was my first time actually in Arizona. Actually, oh. Well, that, that could be a lie. I We went to the Grand Canyon a couple years ago, but I don't know where so I was. So then it was definitely a lie if well, you were to Grand wait, Canyon. Hold on, hold on. Is the Grand Canyon only in Arizona? I thought it was in a couple different states. I thought it I'm like- looking around <laughs> panicked at the other people in the room because I don't know. I want to say that it's only in Arizona, but I don't know. Okay. Okay. It is. Yes. 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 Dan saying yes. Sound yeah. guy Dan is saying yes, and I'm I'm. Well, now I'm. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> now we're all just questioning everything. Um, okay. So you have been to Arizona. So yeah, I went to the Grand Canyon, but I this is the first time I'd been to like the Phoenix area, and we drove out, and one of the first things things we saw when we drove past the state line was this huge billboard that said "Welcome to Freedom." Whoa. <laughs> like California, you know, we're, we're oppressed. We are the... Uh... Huh. Well, I mean, I would say that not being able to go 65 miles an hour at 5 p.m. on a Friday feels oppressive, but I wouldn't dare say that I am oppressed. But you know what, actually? Because as soon as that billboard showed up, the speed limit changed from 65 to 75. Oh, so we their felt speed a limit free. is 75? Yeah, yeah. God bless Arizona. I'm they telling doing you. the Lord's work over there. Well, we also went to a, like, it's a weird place, though, because we went to a grocery store, and as soon as we walk in, I see a guy with um, 
a political Let's Go Brandon t-shirt on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, Arizona, you know, we're, 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 we're here. And then I turn around and I see a circa 2000 Hot Topic goth. Nice. Like the OG goth. goth. Like yes. a real goth. A couple of real punks in that area. And I was like, did I just step into like a weird time machine where... All maybe, these people are in the same area. Maybe Phoenix is a little more eclectic than media wants to suggest. I don't know. Yeah. And, I think it sounds like you had a good time. You got to see yeah. some 2000s era Hot Topic. I mean, that was like the era. It I don't was. even know how much shit I bought from Hot Topic in 2001. Because I thought I was Avril Lavigne back then. Like, you know, she I was mean, my that's idol. before it went into like the whole pop culture thing as well. Yeah, they. I mean, they had like some pop culture, but it was mostly about the like alternative mm-hmm. style, right? They had the goth, you know, stuff. They had the punk stuff. It was all rubber bracelets and spike belts yeah. and stupid shit like that. And I had all of it. I know you did. I did, yeah. But it's been a while since I've seen people dress like that. It was. It was very like weird. Yeah, to be I, you know, I think it's like coming back. I, I think. think the 2000s are coming back, and is. I'm I'm on board as long as low rise jeans stay far the fuck away. <laughs> like yeah, seriously, every, fuck those. everything else can come. I'll even welcome back. I'm not a fan of them, but like bucket hats and overalls and shit, all that can come back. Open arms with arms wide open. But yeah, so can Creed. <laughs> Dude, Creed can come back too. I didn't hate Creed. Everybody else did. I have a Creed album. I'll say it. But guess what? I also have a Nickelback album, so fucking fight me. Write us at twosaltybras at gmail.com. <laughs> I'll throw fucking fists. <laughs> I like Nickelback. Get over it. You know, I like Creed. Get over it. That might be the most controversial thing. <laughs> controversial. Here's a, here's a hot take. Creed wasn't bad. <laughs> There's a Creed clause, allegedly, we're hearing. Oh, my God. So there's a Creed clause allowing Creed to come in and at a concert and play at any time, which could be the whole concert. And <laughs> I'll say this. I like Creed, but I'd be pissed the fuck off if Creed <laughs> took over like my Jonas Brothers concert and played the whole thing. I'd be a little upset. But if I paid to see Creed, I would. You know what? I probably wouldn't pay to see Creed. I don't like them that much. But You'd see Creed when you went to go see someone else. Right, or if I was like drunk at an Indian casino and I had like fifty <laughs> extra bucks in my pocket, I'd go see them. Maybe fifty extra. You'd pay fifty bucks to see Creed. I would. I think a Dell ticket I would for that pay much. Seventeen ninety five to see Creed. <laughs> Not a that's penny fair, more. That's, yeah, that's that's a fair price. <laughs> because any more than that, I could have had a nice like shrimp and lobster dinner, and any less than that, I might as well just. <laughs> Use it to get drunk. I don't know. <laughs> Seventeen ninety five sounds like a good round number, but we are so far away from where we need to be. <laughs> let's let's go back. Let me let me reel it back in. Let me just let's confirm with you: was your trip good? It was good. I got to see some friends that had moved out there, and it was really nice to catch up and kind of hang out. Oh, that's really nice for you. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm kind of excited about what we want to talk about, mostly because I want to know what you think about it. Okay. So we are talking about love languages and for anybody who doesn't know what love languages are, some dummy wrote a book and they're not. His a name d- is Gary Chapman, by okay. the way. <laughs> Gary Chapman <laughs> wrote a book and he said that there's five languages of how people process and how they give love. 
and they may not be the same, but there's five. And there's physical touch, acts of service, quality time, words of affirmation, and gifts. And you tend to prefer a certain form of love language over another. And so you can, let's say, for example, you really like to give gifts to show your affection to friends, family, loved ones, significant others, spouses, etc. But maybe you really receive love. You really feel loved when people perform acts of service for you or when they spend quality time with you. Um, and there's a test that you can take that uh, Gary put out there that you can really figure out what your um, love languages are. Now, I heard about love languages in my, I believe, later high school or early college years. I don't exactly remember. I want to say it was in my psychology class that I took, but it actually might not have been. I don't really recall. I just know I took it, the tests around the time I was like 18 or 19. So I've known about the tests for a while, but you just recently found out about them, right? Yeah. So like a lot of things I learned recently from Gen Z, uh, everyone was talking about love languages on TikTok. And I was like, oh, like that's a fun thing someone made up as a way to communicate with better with their partner. And, okay. and it, it, So you found out until, it was like a thing. So I, I thought it was just, like, a thing that was recently created. Mm. So then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay, there's five five of these. And in a website I found, it had seven listed, although two of them were very redundant to the other five. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until earlier today when you're like, oh, did you take the test? And I went, huh? There's a test? <laughs> because I thought that we were just kind of assuming what we thought our love mm. languages are, like, you know, how I like to receive love and how I like to give love. Mm -hmm. And so I was just being, like, very cerebral about it. Like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, no, I think that I'm, I'm more in tune to this. I didn't know it was, like, a personality quiz. Okay. So then follow-up question. I know you've taken the quiz. I did. And we'll talk about that in a second. But is what you thought about, so you being cerebral and everything, <laughs> you had your preconceived notion about what you thought your love language was. Did it match what your actual test result was. It did. It did? Yeah. Okay, so you're in touch with yourself. That's lovely. Yes, I, I'm in touch <laughs> and I touch. Oh. <laughs> mm. Okay, do tell. So what are your love languages? <laughs> so I'll have to, to preface this by saying that the first four are pretty equal. Um, wow. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty standard across the board, but physical touch is my number one at 30%. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have words of affirmation and acts of service, both at 23%, and quality time is 20 And apparently I do not like receiving gifts because that's at 3%. Holy moly. That yeah. is like, so all of your top four, like you said, they're all pretty close. Yeah, and they are. Gifts, so do gifts make you uncomfortable? Have you ever felt uncomfortable or do you not feel love when you receive gifts? I think, yeah, I, th I think gifts are just, Something that's not necessary for me. Um, I, I know that for some people, giving gifts is their kind of love language. But for me, receiving them has never really been a priority. Okay. Yeah. So do you think that, so you said your top one is physical touch. Yes. Is that your number one way that you express love? It is. However, I also don't like to be touched by a lot of people. So, so we'll I think this is that more romantic is, love. Okay. So for the sake of argument, because I think love languages could apply across the board here, 
Mm-hmm. But for the physical touch category, we'll assume that you're meaning specifically with romantic. Yeah. Romantic. Well, so. because when you take the test, the first question is, or I guess one of the first questions are, are you in a relationship or are you mm-hmm. uh, single? And mm-hmm. I think the rest of your questions are based off of that. Mm-hmm. Because for me, it was talking about my partner. Ah, Whereas okay. I think your questions were slightly different, right? Yes, because when I was, you know, they do ask and I said, yes, I'm single. And I don't know if the questions are different because obviously... Mm-hmm. I didn't get to see, but it says think about in your relationships. So when I'm thinking about it, I You're might thinking. be thinking hypothetically in a relationship, but I also might be thinking about friendships or families or th- you know things like that. Mm. So there's other things influencing my decision. So that's something to think about too yeah. is would your answer change once oh, yeah. you enter into a relationship and you're, that person is like in the forefront of your mind? Because mm-hmm. like for me – just casually dating people and doing all those things. Maybe my love language, how I want to receive love from them (laughs) (laughs) is a little bit different than maybe how it would be in a like spousal or significant other setting. Yeah. Um, And certainly how I want to receive love from my family is not the same as how I want to receive love from a a spouse. Yeah. I I think for me um, in terms of romantic partnerships, uh, physical touch is the most important, but I think in terms of my relationships with my families and my family and friends, I think acts of service would be much higher. Totally. Yeah. But I, w- I want to know what yours were. So I've, so I've mentioned I've taken this test before and, mm-hmm. um, I don't have the results from my first test, but I do have, so I took the test today and I also have the results from my test in 2019. I think. Oh, we get a progress report. Yes. Yeah, so we can see how it's changed over time. So, When I worked as a personal trainer, one of the parts of my application, we had to fill out these personality tests and we had to fill out the MBTI personality typing test. And we also had to fill out the love language, uh, love languages test. I thought it was kind of weird until my boss explained. He said that he wanted to understand what our personalities were using the typing index. And then he also wanted to understand how we experienced love and feeling valued. So then he could treat his trainers differently. So if somebody really valued um, acts of service, he would approach his praise and things like that from like, how can I help you or this and that? Or if somebody really appreciates words of affirmation, he might give them positive feedback. And What if it's physical touch? (laughs) You know, (laughs) like a pat on the back. Yeah, like pat a, on the back or, a or pat, pat on, on the, the something else. Yeah. <laughs> Except this guy was super awesome and his wife was super awesome. So I don't think he was like that. But, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but when I took it, um, it ranked. It didn't do percentages. It just oh. it gave like a number ranking. And I don't remember um, the highest score is 12 and the lowest score was zero. It's from the same website, but they've revamped mm-hmm. their website. So in 2019, Quality time was my number one by far and away. It was a 12, which is the highest you can get. Yeah. And then below that was acts of service at seven. So that's pretty high. And then words of affirmation was a six. So close. And then receiving gifts was five. So those three were kind of together Mm. in the same category. And then physical touch was zero. So in my, yeah, zero. I scored a zero in physical touch. Yep. You are not good. I, I, but I also think, and uh, at the time when I did my follow-up interview and I talked to my boss about this, he was shocked about that too. And we spent some time talking about it and I said, yeah, I don't know. I just really don't like to be touched yeah. by people. I, I'm not like a hugger mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, that's just not, I don't vibe that. Yeah. I don't derive love. Like if somebody wants to come up and give me this like really meaningful hug, 
I'm kind of just waiting for it to end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, but if but if I know that somebody else really needs that, I'm happy to give that mm-hmm. to them and transfer that love to them. I'm not like feeling that love. I'm just kind of more like, I know this is what you need. And I'm going to do it for you. But I was kind of shocked that I scored zero because it's like, well, damn, like, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't despise mm-hmm. being touched. Like if this hot ass person that I'm dating wants to put their arm around me, I'm not going to be like you. But I think it was representative of the the like time that I was Mm -hmm. in my life. So in January, 2019, I was just not vibing physical (laughs) touch. I think. Well, what about February of 2022? (laughs) Well now Mm -hmm. it, I would, so my number one, um, is still quality time. Okay. That has not changed. So it's 37% quality time. Wow. Okay. Which, and I think that makes sense because I am a busy person. So my time is always filled with other things. So if you're, if I'm making time for you, that means that I probably really, really value you. Mm-hmm. Like really value you. And it's, and if I don't make time for you, it's not that and I don't. And she hates you. No, that's not what I'm saying. You're not important. <laughs> I'm just saying that if I set aside time for you, I'm trying, I'm actively trying to show that I love you because I, I am very busy. That's it. I don't know. Mm. I give and receive love really well with quality time. And then what's interesting is acts of service and words of affirmation have flipped. So words of affirmation just edges out acts of service. And I think that's probably because as I've gotten older, I'm a little more capable. I'm a little bit more, let me just do this myself. Although I do really value somebody being like, just let me help a bitch out because mm-hmm. honestly a bitch gets tired. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, you know what I mean? How awesome is it to have like your husband, let's say he just wants to do something to help you out. Cause he knows that you're overwhelmed or that you're no, exhausted. It, it it's really great. does make you feel like it makes loved. you feel yeah. awesome. Yes. It makes you feel loved for sure. So I love that. Um, and then words of affirmation. I think I've always been a praise chaser. Yeah. If I'm being honest, <laughs> She's looking so for someone like, to call me a good girl. Tell me I'm good. Tell me yeah. I'm good. Tell me I'm good. <laughs> so, <laughs> so those two for sure. And physical touch is on the board. She's on the board now. We're All at right. 10%. She's there. Okay. We'll take it. <laughs> so that 10% is reserved for, you know, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> that is the romantic physical That is the touch. romantic stuff. Yeah. That's like not platonic hugs and things like well, that. The 10% is the other. <laughs> we do have a couple of friends in our group that are huggers mm-hmm. and I think with the rest of us I know for sure you and me and I know a couple of other people in our group mm-hmm. when we hug it's very much like a side like all right I don't want you to feel left out so and we're just obligatory gonna touch. Y- yeah <laughs> we should just come up with some really awkward touch that doesn't look like it would make sense we ever. should do a handshake a firm handshake. Oh. Oh. What does that one? What do I was going to think like a secret oh, like handshake. A se- oh, okay. But like, that's good. no, a firm handshake. Like a business pretty, handshake. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, like we just had a really <laughs> successful meeting. Yeah, I like that. And uh, so last place for me was receiving gifts. Yeah. Yeah. What percent is that? It's 10%. Okay. Mine's yeah. at three. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, I think for me, it's not the gift, it's the thought. And yeah. that's why it gets 10%. So like, if I know this person really put a lot of thought into it. They're really excited about it. Or if the gift is tied to something that I said, mm-hmm. it's almost like a word of affirmation. It's like, I heard you. Mm-hmm. I know I listened to you. I know what you're okay. saying. So here's this thing that I mentioned. You know what I mean? So um, I think that that's why it gets a little bit higher of a ranking. The that gift itself, I don't just necessarily want to receive shit. I will totally receive shit though <laughs> if it's linked to like 
did you you listened to me didn't you yeah yeah you heard me didn't you that's a that is a panty dropper right there listening wow <laughs> the bar is so, so low. low yeah <laughs> it's so low we need to work on raising that shit so <laughs> so those are my love languages and you know you you have yours so now that you're aware of it because i know this is like kind of a newer topic yeah. for you do you think that love languages are bullshit yes i <sighs> Yes and no. Okay. I think that this idea of like a, a love language is really good for helping people communicate their feelings and what they want from a partner in a way that maybe they didn't know how to before. They couldn't, you know, tell them, hey, okay, because honestly, I want you to tell me I'm a good girl more often. Or I, I want you, you, want you me to, to tell, tell me you that you're a good girl. I do want you to tell you're me you're a good I'm girl, Sapita. <gasps> You're the best girl. <laughs> Yikes. Anyway. Dan's so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> Sound guy Dan is cringing, <laughs> as are probably but, everybody listening right but like, now. <laughs> but how hard is it to tell your significant other, I want you to tell me you love me. I want you to tell me that I make you proud. Or I want you to tell me, that you know, this kind of stuff. It's a really, like, awkward conversation. I want you to praise me. Yeah. You know? And it's yeah. not like it's a praise kink. It's just, like, I need to know that you still like me. Like, do you like me? I married you. But do you like me? I think it's hard if the person, so let's say in that scenario, that person, their love language is words of affirmation, right? Yeah. So I need you to tell me that you love me. But if the other person, if their love language is, is like not, yeah. gifts or like acts of service mm -hmm. and their least love language is words of affirmation and just saying shit is not on their radar, I think that's like when things fall apart. And maybe that's like something to consider when being in a relationship with somebody or like being in, I don't know. But I think that's where these love languages kind of come in handy, right? Because now you can actually have a way of communicating that with your partner. Hey, my love language is words of affirmation. So maybe, you know, please keep in mind to just so say some nice say, shit yeah, once say in a some while. Nice shit. And now that I know that yours is, you know, acts of service, mm -hmm. I'm going to try to include that in things or I will acknowledge you when you do something. And like I will that. service you when required. Exactly. <laughs> 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 but okay. Sidebar, because it popped Sidebar. into my head and I had to say. So when I said like, oh yeah, do you love me? I just thought of the Fiddler on the Roof. Do you love me? For do anybody I that's confused, me? Sapita has this really weird obsession with Fiddler on the Roof. The music is so good. <laughs> <laughs> so the music is literally so depressing. <laughs> like, tradition, tradition. It's literally about a bunch of bitches trying to get married in this like shit town <laughs> it's like it's just such a dark cloud of a show and you're so irrationally obsessed with it that i, know, I don't even know so like i've good. been in that show and i'll never do it again <laughs> but you know what he wanted words of affirmation god damn it you're right now here's the question could tevia get it which one's tevia what do you mean you're such a fucking Shit. man. He's the patriarch of the family. Oh, yeah. No, he can If get I it. were a rich man. No, 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 So you would service Tevia. You would give acts of service to Tevia. I do love him. Okay. Okay. I vibe. I vibe. So. But, okay. So in that sense, I think that 
these love languages can help in a way of communicating yeah. with your partner. Do I think that love languages are restricted to these five? No. And I think that people who kind of just rely on this mm-hmm. might be leaving out a lot of things. And I think in that in that regard, I think it's bullshit. Totally. I actually agree with you. There's two things that you said. So one, you said communicate. So knowing your love language is not enough. You have mm-hmm. to tell the other person because they're not going to be able to read your mind. Mm-hmm. And especially if they don't have the same love language as you, it's going to have to be that constant reinforcement of like, and it doesn't have to be as like uncouth as, hey, my love language is quality time and I need you to spend quality time with me. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be so robotic as that. It could just be like a, hey, I'd really love it if we could do this together because that makes me feel close to you. Or, hey, I'd really love it if you could do X for me because I'm feeling so overwhelmed and I really just love when you help me. You know, you can say things like that. And I think with repetition, that person might pick up on, hey, mm-hmm. okay, this is how I demonstrate love to that person and now they know how to demonstrate love to me Mm -hmm. it's just communication 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 but i think the other part of that is like you said it's when you think about it in just these terms you're limiting yourself you need all five of these Mm -hmm. even though physical touch is 10 percent, i think if i was in a relationship and the person like never touched me like if they never tried to hold my hand yeah. or, you know, I, I would be very confused. I would be very, I, I'd probably be upset. I'd well, go, and physical touch might move higher then on it, your. For sure. It would probably immediately become more important. Mm-hmm. And maybe quality time is so important that you bring, bring up a good point. Maybe quality time is so important to me because I have so little of it. Yeah. Right. So I value it much more. Mm-hmm. So that there could be that piece in there too. So yeah. I think that for any relationship to thrive, you need to have all of these in some capacity, even like gifts and acts of service, which I think get a bad rap. I think if let's say acts of service is your number one, people are probably like, oh, you just want people to do shit for you or whatever. See, I don't see acts of service like that. I mean, I think I, I understand how some people could mm-hmm. see it as like, oh yeah, you just want to be lazy and have people like take care of you. Yeah. And to some extent, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> to some extent, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I think in when I look at acts of service, I think of it as you're helping the other person do something when you know that you know they they just need a little extra help mm-hmm. or they've been stressed out. So you're doing it because you want to help them out. You 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 care about you know spending quality time with them. So you're gonna help them out with this act of service so that you can spend that quality time with them. Um, and even receiving gifts, though, I think you're right. I think to a certain point, giving and receiving gifts, that's still, even though it's at 3% for me, like, it's it's still important. It's still a part of it. I think it is. Because, I mean, even if it's something as simple as, like, I know this is your favorite candy bar, and I know you had a really hard week this week. I just thought I'd cheer you up. That's still mm-hmm. a gift. So I yeah. think it, it just it's another way to show thoughtfulness. Mm-hmm. Really, I think is what it is at the end of the day. Unless somebody just wants diamonds and whatever. Then Which I, yes, that's another. I mean, <laughs> that's another category all its own. But um, I think I do firmly believe that you need to have all five and and where and how and what capacity that's gonna change over the course of your relationship and as you age because I mean just we saw like in 2019 for me I had zero on physical mm-hmm. touch because that's where I was at in my life and now it's on the board now it's still <laughs> kind of low but maybe that'll change like if I yeah. was in a serious relationship 
maybe that would change. Or maybe if I had a job change and I had more free time, maybe quality time would go down and physical touch would go up. I mean, this stuff is fluid. It's not mm-hmm. so hard set in stone. You might always prefer something over the course of your life, but I think it always changes. Um, and so love languages, you said, okay, you said you heard about this shit on TikTok, right? Did, and you didn't yeah. know about it before that. No, I thought someone just came up with something cute. So it's right. Okay. Well, it's like randomly really trendy right now. It is. And so, okay. I didn't know it was on TikTok because uh-huh. I don't, I yeah, don't check don't the Salty TikTok. Broads TikTok and I don't have a personal TikTok and oh. you do. Well, we do have a Salty Broads TikTok, but yeah. I forgot the password to it. So, so, we're, okay, not so. Even, we're not even doing shit on that anymore. <laughs> okay. But we have one. So we're relevant and we're cool. Except we haven't posted anything. So, well, you didn't yeah. need to say that, but now that well, no, because if anyone looks for it, they're going to be like, is this the right TikTok? Oh. Well, because remember, the right- there's a two Salty Broads Twitter that's not us. That's true. And we have a, a competitor. <laughs> and if it's you, fuck you. We'll find you and we'll kill you. We'll get, well, we won't kill you. No. For we'll the just, NSA agent <laughs> listening. <laughs> we'll just pester you. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson's going to have a chat with you. You've seen Taken, right? You know what happens. <laughs> I don't need to tell you. <laughs> anyway. So love languages are super popular on socials. Yeah. And that has bled over into dating apps. And I know you don't know this. Shut up. But let me educate you, bro. (laughs) I'm about to lay some knowledge down on you. Um, It's not so popular on Bumble and Tinder, probably because people don't give a fuck (laughs) about I mean, the MBTI typing. So if you're not familiar with those, there's 16 personality types, according to the Meyer Briggs Typing Index. And people love to put their MBTI type. Shut up. So that's probably another topic for another oh day because we could get real deep in, into that. However, on Hinge, it's very popular for people to say what their love language is. is, it, is are love languages the new Zodiac sign? Honestly, I think so. I oh. do. I think so. Blech. Because there is a prompt on Hinge where people can put in their love language. And Hinge check these motherfuckers out they went so far as they actually did a scientific study like they did research they paid to have a study done on love languages and how hinge interacts with love languages Hmm? about to blow your mind so the most popular love language is drum roll quality time that's the most popular Hmm. one so i love being average (laughs) (laughs) so i am in that top of the bell curve (laughs) quality time and second place is words of affirmation Mm -hmm. so i'm definitely the standard i guess and that this is true for both men and women by the way quality time first words of affirmation second men and women love to spend time with their significant others and to be told nice things by their significant others surprise surprise so that's cool. That's all well and fine. You would think, okay, yeah. if the majority of people value those things, that should work out, right? Wrong. So here's where things get a little fucky. Okay. Putting quality time does not get you the most likes on Hinge. This is literal science. This like was a study that was done saying acts of service uh, is what will get you the most likes as a woman. So Hinge found that women who chose oh to God. list, yes, hear this shit out. Hinge found that women that put acts of service as their love language get 6.6 times more likes on their Hinge profiles than women who put quality time as their number one. These men just want a mommy, don't they? Bruh, I don't know. So so it reflects, I guess, 
I, I'm not sure what this reflects on, but it's... <laughs> it did reflects on... For certain men, I guess, yeah. it's easy to do small gestures to do things. Right? So maybe they no. get to demonstrate their like masculine prowess by doing things, right? Like, you need well, help. Wait, no, because you said that if Act- a woman's active... Yes. So it, that gets her more likes. I need acts of service for you to show that you love me. D- more dudes are into that. Yeah. So yeah. No, because when you do, well, sure, you want someone to do acts of service, mm-hmm. but they might be taking it as she's going to take care of me by giving me acts of service. And mm-hmm. she's going to do the, the cooking and the cleaning and the. Maybe. I almost would assume that people are reading that more like they receive love with acts of service, but maybe they receiving it is like oh she gives acts yeah. of services her her preferred love method but um i mean hinge quoted it as that certain men it's a thoughtful small gesture as opposed to physical affection or writing a love letter that mean the most so for them actions speak louder than words so maybe that is mm-hmm. correct so the way you're perceiving it so, so they'd they rather have mommy. you cook dinner for them than say you love them i don't know but fuck these fucks <laughs> You got a lot of hate. You ain't even on Hinge. I know. I know. I just, I, and yeah. So on the flip side though. Okay. Let's flip this. Okay. For the men. Receiving gifts? No. Men who chose quality time as their love language were almost two times more likely to get likes on their profile. But think about it, right? Like a dude says, my love language is quality time. I want to spend time with you and I want time spent with me. Mm -hmm. Women whose most of them. Their actual love language is quality time. Yeah. They're looking at that shit and they're like, oh my God, he wants to spend time with me. Ooh, swipe He's right. He's doing the bare minimum. <laughs> He's doing the bare minimum. <laughs> swipe right. So it's kind of interesting that dudes, they can be honest about what the number one love language is for their population mm-hmm. and they'll get swiped on a shitload. Women, the most popular uh, love language, which is the same as men's, will not get them swiped on as much. But if they do the one that's like the third or fourth most popular, they this get 6.6 6 times more I likes. I am just so angry right now <laughs> at the male uh, Bumble. Is it Bumble? Or hinge. hinge. Hinge population right now because these motherfuckers just want someone to take care of them. And I mean, God damn. Is it? Do, okay, but. I'm, I'm going to argue for the men, though. Do they want someone to take care of them, or do they want to take care of someone, right? Because, like, think about traditional gender roles. Is Do men want to just enter into that, like, nurturer role? Because that's, sure. like, well, how they're bred, for lack of a better well, term. Not that they're, like, American Kennel Club dogs or anything, <laughs> but, like... <laughs> well, let me ask you a follow-up question. Okay. In your experience on mm-hmm. these dating apps... Mm-hmm. Uh, what category? It's vast and wide. Yeah. <laughs> what category do these men fall under? The ones that say they want acts of service. Well, I mean, just in general, do you get the do you get the feeling that men want to take be the the one that takes care of no. the woman, or well, they want to be taken care of? It depends on the person. I'd say that I and. Uh, Maybe this is another episode that we dive into this a little deeper, but I do think that a lot of the dudes that you see on Hinge, if they're serious, which uh, on Hinge, I would say more of them are than aren't. There's plenty that aren't, which is surprising. There's a lot of dudes on there trying to just be casual, 
but literally Hinge's whole thing is the dating app designed to be deleted, which it's a bold move if you ask me. Maybe it pays off. Who the fuck knows? But um, anyway, um, so the guys that that are on there that have serious intentions that do want to be in relationships, I get the impression that they want to enter into the more nurturer role. Hmm. That is kind of what I've gleaned so far, which I don't I don't mind personally, but I also don't like that's not like a extra turn on bonus points for me. Mm. You know what I mean? And what do you mean by nurturer? Like, like that's also the thing. Like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to treat you like the queen and the princess that you are. I'm going to do everything for you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, <laughs> I, I it don't sounds know. like you want Dracula. <laughs> you know what? Dracula could get it. Bella Lugosi could come back from the dead and we could have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what about Nosferatu? Well, <laughs> He got to cut his nails first. He had well, and his teeth. Those two front things are the two front teeth are so long. I'd be afraid they'd puncture something. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the <laughs> fucking point? No, I don't want an accidental lip piercing, and I'll let you decide which lip I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, love languages. <laughs> I so. I think a lot of the serious dudes want to be quote quote nurturers, but I I do think maybe this is some Freudian shit. Mm-hmm. Every dude on some level wants to be taken care of, well, but I think person, who do, right? every person that's yeah. and that's the thing too. Every person wants to be taken care of. Like I want to feel like this person is looking out for me and has my best interest at heart. But we're allowed more to feel that way, I think, than men. So I think mm-hmm. when men search for that nurturing thing that's when it's like oh he just wants a mommy yeah you know it's like it's like a misconception or not a misconception but it's just like these ideas that we have about what men and women are supposed to be Mm -hmm. so i don't know love languages has kind of like made things more complicated than simplified but it has opened an avenue of communication i think for people that are willing to communicate i mean if it moves people away from the zodiac signs i'm all for it because no one has time to have that calendar in their head to be like, what's your birthday? Yeah, our friend uh, our friend is here, and she's pointing to herself. Yeah, she's a, she's definitely a Zodiac She's queen. a resident expert on all things Zodiac. Witchy crystals. And um, I, I don't know. So do you think, maybe this is off topic, but can Zodiac stuff, do you think like all people born in the aries era are the same like do you know any other aries that aren't like you um I, is carl an aries i don't know no okay the, our, our, See, our, res, our resident yeah, zodiac, zodiac expert like, said no. emphatically that our, no, <laughs> no our friend was not in fact her son i don't i don't know i don't i think she thinks he's a Pisces. God damn it! No, I don't know anything about. I just have a hard I time. I know the Aries that. are angry, and that's all I know about hmm. my people. Right, and then like they say, Taurus people are hard headed, and it's like, well, maybe I don't know. I but can like, be sometimes, but I'm not. I, systemically, I don't agree with that necessarily. But also, you get angry, and I get hard headed. So right, so I don't. I don't fucking know. But I'm also like super laid back. I'll just get mad, but then like I say the things to myself. Yeah, I don't get mad at back? people. Is that though. Aquarius? Because that seems like Aquarius. And the only reason I'm saying that she's she, she's shaking her head at me. Aquarius just seems like the the age of Aquarius. So I just associate like that hair, with the fucking musical or whatever. Is that hair? 
That's hair, dude. Oh, I didn't know that. I we have now mentioned these. two musicals in this shit. <laughs> it is 10.38. Kate, but you complaining about it being 10.38 definitely. Makes me feel old. Yes, yeah. Because it should. Because it's hair and it's Fiddler on the Roof. Pretty soon I'm going to start mentioning, uh, what's, an, what's another like lame old one? I am unwell because for anybody who can't see, there is a complete other conversation that's happening and we're trying to be fucking professional and have this podcast and it's almost impossible with these two over here. Sound guy Dan's about to shit his pants. And yeah, it looks like it, but his back hurts and he's trying to laugh, but he's definitely crouching on the floor. So when you turn 30, this really cute little thing happens where your vertebrae stop working like they should. And the nucleus pulposus, which is the jelly in between your discs, get compressed because you've spent a lifetime moving shittily and now your body's caught up to you. So that's what's happening to Sound Guy Dan. So a moment of silence for Sound Guy Dan and his nucleus pulposus, which is inevitably failing him at this current time. (laughs) Moment ended. Moment Moment ended. ended. He got barely any seconds. But the take-home message here is love languages are... Mostly bullshit, but there's good stuff there. Yeah. Zodiac signs, I don't know if they're bullshit, but I'm tired of hearing, oh, you're a Taurus, so you must be hard-headed. And it's like, well, I might be, but God damn it, it's not because I was born on May 14th. Okay? <laughs> Maybe we need to dedicate an entire episode to Zodiac, to Zodiac signs. Zodiac stuff, And we we'll could. bring in our, our friend expert. Our resident expert. Yeah, she's saying and no, but she means yes. We'll get some crystals, and we're going to get, like, we'll light a candle. Yeah, I'll, I'll charge my crystal. How do you do that? I don't know. Do like I'll a, figure it out. It, does, it have it. A, does it have a USB <laughs> attachment? How do you charge your crystal? You just you shove it in the light switch and hope you for the best. You put it in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> we might have another episode. We might explode my house. We'll see what happens. <laughs> explode, blow up. Jesus Christ! I'm ready to. I'm ready to move over to the Mighty Morphin Power Daddy because <gasps> I need a little. Positivity. Oh my gosh! I don't even know who it is. Who's our Mighty Morphin Power Daddy? So, I don't have anything prepared except for this guy. Why the fuck is, would you admit that? Well, <laughs> it's because it's not gonna it's not gonna sound good or prepared. So, well, I'm just protecting myself. Um, this guy is he attractive? I don't know, but there's he something... was in his younger years. Oh I my bet. god, he I'm was just attractive guessing because I actually don't know who years. it yeah. is. Do you really not? Or did you tell me who it is? I did. We discussed it. <gasps> okay, I do remember. I forgot. I forgot. Okay, he was attractive in his younger he years. He was Can attractive. Confirm. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think I'm still attracted to to older William Defoe as well. Uh, <clears throat> he Willem. is fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it is Willem. It's spelled no W-I-L-L-E-M. <laughs> It's Pinot Grigio, you no. uncultured swine. Dude, I don't know wine. It's <laughs> it's wet and it makes you feel things. That's the two things I know. Actually, I know six other things about wine. What are your six things? Um, you When you want to taste it, you see, swirl, smell, sip, swish, spit. <laughs> <laughs> and that could be applied to a lot of different things, too. <laughs> But for now, it's just, just with William. wine. <laughs> and William... And Willem Will- Defoe! And Willem Defoe. Defoe. 
So he, so why is he a mighty morphin power uh, dude, daddy? There's just something about him, and there's a story that you told me about when they were filming the lighthouse. Yeah. Oh well, I don't know if it was the lighthouse. Oh. I actually don't remember what movie it was, but uh. they had to get a penis stunt double because his was too big <laughs> like confused <laughs> sorry confusingly large was the actual quote used. Was it really yeah now, yes <laughs> i wonder if it was girthy or long i imagine it was both <laughs> right like we're probably looking at like summer sausage type of situation oh, shit. right like or like a, you know like three campbell soup cans together or progresso probably if we're talking oh. girth it's probably like three progresso soup cans oh shit all i know is that confusingly large was the actual <laughs> quote used to describe his penis which i don't know how tall willem dafoe is but maybe it doesn't matter i don't know if if height and dick size has a correlation i'm not I sure i don't think so okay well he was just blessed with some ungodly behemoth in his pants and I mean, the movie industry thought that was off-putting, which is incredible to me. But <laughs> you said questionably large, confusingly, confusingly large. large, which actually, you know, describes my crush for him. Confusingly large. It's the charisma, dog. We've it talked is. about it, and he just he oozes it. He's mm-hmm. an incredibly talented, right? Super talented. Every role kind he's of in. grimy, which I kind of I grimy. dig. I dig. It's like that bad boy back alley grease monkey like weird nasty fantasy that everybody has (laughs) like he is not the banker right like no he's he's the bank robber right and you're like "Mm, i will get down on the ground only if you will too (laughs) you know (laughs) so willem dafoe could get it he can get it it. and he's probably into some weird shit too probably but you know what we dig it i'd i'd try it if he wants to, if he asks nicely, I'll try, try anything it. once. Yeah. Well, well, I dare not say that. Not no. in this day and age, because I'm sure there's something out there that I. You do not want to try. Probably not. That's, that's there's fair. A, that's there's fair. a good chance, but you know, if Willem Dafoe asks, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? All right, I think it's time to wrap this up. We've been rambling for quite a while. We went on a couple of tangents. Yeah, we've you, definitely. I've got to say, we've talked about some things I was not prepared. I did not know that we were going to talk about some of the shit that we talked about. But it happened. It happened, and we can't take it back. Yeah. And here we are. So if you like what you hear, (laughs) don't forget to review our podcast so you can hear more. Uh, We also want to hear from you. Share your stories with us at twosaltybroads at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and and Instagram at twosaltybroads. I'm Sapita. And I'm Lindsay. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay Stay salty. salty.